so the voice has seemed to have come back. It was quite painful yesterday. I had to carry on conversations. I had to deal with some people, some situations, and I'm still finding that my vocal cords seem to still kind of want to play tricks on me. It's like they're trying to close up, but I'm not going to let them. I'm determined, bound and determined to fight this. And I had something happen. I'm dealing with something with my son right now. And I, I can't, you know, I can't really share his story. That's his to tell, not mine. But dealing with people, I have found that I prefer my pets, my four-legged animals, to two-legged people. And I've noticed, like right now, I'm Emma's pillow. She, I called for her and she came right here and got, got in my lap. And now, funny story, when we were going, well, to me, when we were looking, my, my cat had passed away, Wyland was young, and his father, he's like, well, we need to, we, we need to go look for another cat. Well, I didn't want to go look for another cat, and it was Halloween, close to Halloween, so it was two for one special at the Humane Society for Halloween, I guess because of cats, you know, I guess witches and things like that. And so we went in, and this one kitten picked up her paw, and it was a litter of three of them. And one kitten had picked up her paw, and as soon as my son went by, and that was my son's cat. That was Ella. And then there was two other cats. There was two other cats in there. And one, she looked like Hitler, like she had a little black mustache so she had a little Hitler stash and then the other one they said was adopted but brought back because she had issues and I was like we can't take all three kittens there's just no way and I was like just just the one cat so my son got Ella and then they had like a seven day, if you change your mind, you could come back and get another cat for free or whatever the special was. And we thought about it and we're like, you know, we need to go back and get that other cat. Well, I was like, well, I don't want the one they returned because obviously there's something wrong. And I said, we'll get the other one, the one with the Hitler stash. And so I go in and I pick her up and, and my kitten of you know 15 years had just passed my kitten I say my kitten had just passed away after 15 years and she was like my first adult kitten you know the kitten that you get that you hold on to once you've moved out of your house kind of thing and it crushed me that she was gone so I didn't want another cat but I thought well Ella needed her sister so I went back there and they gave me the one that they said, you know, wasn't returned. I question every day if I got the right cat because poor Emma, <laughs> she's had some issues. They say that a cat 
does not go through a hole if they're because their whiskers keep them from going through a hole that is I guess to if their whiskers touch they're not supposed to go through the hole well not for Emma it doesn't matter she got her head stuck in the door the first few weeks we got her that <laughs> but still but I've grown very close to Emma who was originally named Eloise and I was like you can't have an Ella and an Eloise it's too difficult we'll do Ella and Emma still close but you know different and I thought well maybe she's going through issues because she's really Eloise and she's Emma and she's got two personalities and you know maybe she just doesn't know and that's why she gets her head stuck in holes and things like that and that's what you do when you're stuck in bed for a year uh you you start thinking about these things and then you share them when you're when you're up but i bring all this up because emma has become i mean it's like a dog i call her name and she comes back and gets right in my lap i'm like come here girl and just companionship just ultimate companionship you know you got to clean their litter boxes uh our cats they have to have two separate litter boxes ella's very strict about that she doesn't let emma use hers so they have to have two separate litter boxes side by side but they provide companionship and when you're down and you're out and you're lonely it's nice to kind of have that companionship. I mean, I I learned not to move for hours just because I'm so happy that I had Emma to sit on my lap that I've learned to sleep without moving. <laughs> also, because I was lazy growing up and I was told I had to make my bed every morning and I guess I learned how to barely move when I slept so all I had to do was pull a sheet and then the comforter, and then my bed was made. But animals are so much more dependable than people. It really frustrates me. I don't like a lot of people because a lot of people can be fake. A lot of people can be phony, and I don't like that. If I'm watching my son and he's going through school, and I don't think I'd make it in today's society. I'm trying so hard to understand, and I'm not trying to be rude. I'm really not. Um, I, I, I've asked a, a, a person to explain things to me. You know, I, I don't under, quite understand transgender or pansexual. First of all, I was like, when I heard pansexual, I thought, well, is that a new airline? And I thought, well, that's a little risque. And then it was because they were talking about the passports. The passports were allowing people to check off pansexual, I think is where I first heard that word. So I immediately thought it was an airplane. You know, I, I, like Delta, but pansexual, pan am, right? And, I, and I'm not ignorant. I just am really so confused and I'm trying so hard to learn. 
and I see my son navigating this illness and all of the tortures that come with puberty in high school and it just kills me and I just don't know what to do I I don't know you know children are so much more open or children are so in touch and it seems to me that children can be so nice because it seems like everybody I've almost every child I've met is on some form of medication or in some sort of therapy so it seems to be the norm back in my day they didn't you didn't talk about it you know my uncle was homosexual and I told the skating rink you know some friends at the skating rink that he was homosexual and then he wasn't welcome back anymore and I didn't understand that I was a little girl and he was telling me, it's okay, Christy. It, you know, not everybody accepts my lifestyle. But I, I didn't know any different. I grew up around it. So it just hurts my heart that there are individuals out there that have so many more issues upon them. And there's so many more choices but I mean, I, I guess that that's better now because it, it's, it's more confusing to me. But that doesn't matter if it's more confusing to me. It seems to be the children really get it and they understand it. And I just feel so out of touch. So sometimes my animals are what gives me complete comfort. And I've tried to educate myself and... I mean no disrespect. I really, really don't. It's just I'm so afraid of saying the wrong thing that I don't think I make that many friends. I'm so afraid of hurting somebody's feelings nowadays. And I don't know how much of this is from the illness. And I don't know how much of this is from my own ignorance but I never doubted myself before this illness took hold I never wanted just to hunker down and stay in bed with my kitten on my lap I always wanted to be doing something and that's all changed, and it's ch and and I wonder if if a lot of my feelings are because I've had so many massive fascial adhesion releases over the past couple of weeks. That messes with you a little bit. It messes with you emotionally, and I don't allow myself enough time to recover. And I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I can't physically go back to work. I want so badly to. But no doctor will clear me. I physically don't know how I'm going to be from day to day. And then I'm so afraid that 
I'm going to be rude to somebody and not intentionally be rude to somebody. I wasn't like this before the illness. It just makes me... It just makes me think of how much more does this illness affect us than we know. I mean, every single problem that I have can't be attributed to HEDS, but most doctors do. Like losing my voice yesterday, the vocal cord dysphonia, that's related to HEDS. Really? Not able to walk, that's attributed to HEDS. Being tired, HEDS. And I try not to look at the symptoms. I try not to look because I'm afraid that I'm going to start making myself think I'm tired and I'm not. Because I never was tired before. So, our fur babies, our four-legged little friends, become our best friends. Because they don't question us. You know, they know when we're hurting. They come and they sit in our laps. And they don't judge us if we don't quite understand. And we don't feel like an idiot if we don't quite understand. But I mean, truthfully... I'm I'm envious of 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 those of you that that are still able to work and to go out and and do things. I just now, you know, got to where I wasn't bedridden anymore. And I don't know how to act in public. I have no idea. I feel like the biggest stranger because I, I'm i so cautious with how I walk and I'm so afraid somebody's going to bump into me. Uh, I mean, God forbid, you know, you bump into me, a rib pops out. I just don't feel normal. I feel out of sorts. And I started off, you know, talking about the fur babies. And again, I mean, no disrespect when I don't understand something about the way the the world is now. I mean, things have changed. I mean, back in the day, gay meant something different than when I was growing up. Gay meant something else. And, and now there are words you can say and not say. And I guess all this just came up because I see what my son's going through in school. And it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart that that so much pressure is is put on our kids today and then you add this illness. And I guess I mean I have to look at it. I I read posts and stuff, you know, there's women that are 26 years old talking about what I'm going through. So I guess I need to consider myself Oh my goodness, I'm like breaking almost down into tears. (laughs) 
I am, actually. You sit there and you read and this 26-year-old was sad because she couldn't make the ski trip with her family. This one girl just messaged me that her 30-year-old brother passed from internal bleeding and he had vascular EDS. And I guess, you know, I should be lucky that I made it as long as I did before my body stopped. And I need to be grateful that I got so much life in. I feel like I was robbed of my my son's childhood because I was so sick after giving birth. Yeah, I, f- I feel like I was robbed. And I want so badly to get that back. I I just don't know. Is it better to know when you're younger that you, that you have this illness? Or is it better to know when you're older? And it depends on how it affects you. I mean, I had symptoms all my life, but nothing stopped me. Until my fascia stopped me. And that was 2021. But there was years leading up to that. That I was down for months. And. My son. You know would. Spend the weekends with me in bed. And and would share pizza with me. And would keep me company. I wasn't taking him to parks. I was lucky if I could. I went back and looked at pictures and there's pictures of us because I've got like 50, I think I'm on the 54th Hanshi family photo album. And I see us on the boat. I see us at the zoo. I see us going places. And then by about the 10th, 15th album, I start seeing my cane popping up in pictures. And I start watching the decline of my body in the photo albums. I don't mean to be down today. I really don't. Just something with my son happened. And It just pains me that I can't fix it. And I want to blame the illness because I never would have had a problem before. But I I guess it's just life. And I'm trying to feel trying to feel grateful because of where I was so many years ago. I mean, two years ago, I was bedridden and in pain. And now my pain is is getting more manageable. And now I guess I'm learning the effects more of the HEDS because 
I don't know, maybe I was just a real bitch and it didn't want to affect me. <laughs> I was too much of a bitch and I kept the disease away until my body gave in during pregnancy and then it just knocked and boom, I let it in. I don't know. I say stupid things, but I mean well. Emma's happy. She's purring. She's keeping me company. And I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Thank you for liking AWOL Zebra on Spotify. We're close to getting a sponsor. I get teased. They had Reese's up there one day and Apple Card up there another day. And then it was stripped away. It's like the story of our lives, isn't it? Oh, you can get up and you can go do this. And you can go run a marathon. And, and then a year or two later, you're no longer running that marathon. It's like a cruel joke. <laughs> and we've got to figure out how, how to navigate through this, I guess. And we will. I just... <clears throat> I guess <clears throat> there goes my throat. <clears> throat> well, if I have to, oh, I won't have to blow into my cup. I might have to. You're gonna have to. I, I have to. Oh my goodness. And see, there you go. I have to re-stimulate my vocal cords. I guess today wasn't much of anything except I appreciate my, my four-legged animals. I really, really do. And I appreciate you being here. And I appreciate your messages. And I wish truly that you weren't in the horrible pain that you're in. And if you're able to still go to work and you're able to manage through the pain. Out, I mean, outstanding. Or if, if you're there struggling and you're at home and you're in pain and you can't work and you're fighting for disability, well, I wish I could fight with you. I never in my life thought that other people's feelings was me would, would mean I want to make sure I, I say this properly so I, I don't come across as as rude or 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 not woke or what I don't even know what that means honestly <laughs> I just was on Hulu and I saw something that said woke and that just popped into my head so I I, I don't I never realized how many people could affect me that I did not know personally until I got this illness. I was an all for one, one for all, just on my own kind of person. It didn't involve me. I didn't need to be there. You know, I went in. I did my shift. I loved it. I came home. 
I associated with whom I wanted to or who, whatever it, whom, whom. And it wasn't until I got this illness and I started meeting via the internet all of these wonderful people that have different variations of this illness that I, is it like the Grinch? I feel like maybe I'm like the Grinch. Like <laughs> that I feel like I feel like my heart's grown bigger because I truly feel for each individual that messages me and for each individual that listens I whether I know you or not I mean I I just I know the pain and the suffering that I'm in and to know that somebody else is out there suffering the same way it just it breaks my heart and it just makes me think sometimes what's the point but there is a point we're going to ride this wave and we're going to get through it and we're going to keep our favorite little companions by our side because I know quite a few of us have 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 pets that keep us company. And for those of us that are lucky enough to have friends that understand what we're going through, treasure them. Do everything you can. to just accept that it might be a bad day but it will get better and I'm going to figure out something I have no idea what but I tell you like it is every day I share what I'm feeling and today I'm just feeling, I don't know, just a little confused, a little lost. I just want to curl up and take the pain away from my son, take the pain away from you take the pain away from me and then it's just not doable and then I start thinking well what's my purpose I don't get up and go to work every day anymore I think spring break really messed me up not having a schedule I don't like that I really don't. But then that scares me. My son's going to get up and move out one day and there goes that schedule. I guess it's one of those days where I just feel 
lost and I feel like maybe I have no worth but I know I do it's just a down day and it truly sucks because I never had these days before this illness and I know this sounds arrogant but I mean I did not allow myself to be down it was not allowed that's just how I dealt with things and I moseyed on maybe I needed this illness to make me a more caring person I, I mean do you do that do you do you, do you question why you are given this illness. I mean, I did for years after I lost my job. I really thought I did this to myself because I wasn't getting up at four o'clock every morning anymore and being on the air at six o'clock. I made myself sick. I literally, truly thought that. That's how I accepted being sick when this first started rearing its ugly head. I, you know, I, I don't really count the breast counts, cancer and the shoulder and all of that because I thought those were just parts of life. You know, my son breaking my nose, me, you know, stretching my shoulder out. I didn't know about the HEDS and it was soon after my pregnancy, the breast cancer was the year, uh, you know, a year to the, you know, after giving birth, I was having, you know, breast cancer removed. So none of this was attributed to HEDS. The, the symptoms with the nerves and my feet and all that didn't start until three years after my son's birth. But the allergies to food remained. Uh, anything that I couldn't eat during pregnancy, I couldn't eat after pregnancy. Chocolate, uh, steak, hamburger, pizza. Couldn't eat any of that. I was on chicken and fish, you know, forever. My body just changed and just went ahead and said it was with the pregnancy. But I spent the first few years blaming myself because I thought it was because I was lazy. Rather than get up and go fight for another job while raising my son, I chose to raise my son. And then that ability was taken away from me when I was put in the bed for three months at a time. It was like I felt like I was being punished. And I know that's not how this works. But I'm sharing with you what's going on in my mind because I've got a feeling for a lot of you out there, it's going through yours too. And it's hard when you have all of this going through your head and your partner doesn't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I have a very supportive partner. And he wants to help me 
make a wall zebra something. He's doing CPT certification with me. He's learning how to make sure I can exercise properly. He wants to help others. I mean, something that, you know, two always told they were selfish. Only children were always told, you know, we're, we're trying to do something to help others. And we got together and hopefully we can make a difference. But it's hard when you blame yourself for this illness. And then you realize that it's a rare genetic disorder that was passed down to the children that you now have before you knew you had it. It plays with your mind. I never doubted until this illness I always had an appetite until this illness. So many things have changed because of this illness. And because they're not broken bones or open cut sores that you can see we have a tendency to blame ourselves. So maybe I should stop talking now. I really didn't have a direction for today. That's why I thought now's the perfect time <laughs> to record a podcast when I have no direction. My goodness, if I go back and listen to this, will I say, I can't play this. But no, that's not how I do it. I get on here and I record mistakes and all and let it go. So again, If I have said anything that was offensive to any individual, please message me. Please message me and explain to me what I said wrong. Give me a chance. Educate me and allow me a second chance. And that's how, yeah, that's it. That's how I am going to look at this illness and how it's affected my body. I knew if I spoke long enough, something would happen. Y'all would help me and we could come up with something together. We are going to give our bodies a second chance. That's what we're going to do. Whether your body started failing you as a toddler whether you found out at 26, whether you found out at 52, 62, you found out. Now what? Let's fight. Let's fight this together.
If you're depressed, say you're depressed. Allow yourself to be depressed. And then let's figure it out so you're not depressed. If you're having a bad day, allow yourself to stay in bed and and, and enjoy enjoy your four-legged friend. Or your two-legged. Maybe you like birds. Maybe you like no-legged. Maybe you like snakes. Oh, my friend Christine. Oh, my gosh. She used to sleep with it. Well, I say... <laughs> Well, because they didn't really date. She used to sleep with this guy that she kind of dated. And she had this thing for guys that were like goth and dark and everything. And he had a pet boa constrictor. And he had a waterbed. And she would go and spend the night with him. And when she woke up, there was a snake in between them that had coiled up to keep warm because he had the room warm because of the waterbed back in the days. For those of you who don't know, we used to sleep because we thought it was cool on waterbeds. And do they even make those anymore? And so that was the last time she spent the night with him when she woke up with a boa constrictor <laughs> wrapped around her leg and in between her 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 bow at the time. So yeah, maybe you like snakes and one's curled up with you right now. So on that note, yeah. Well, we're going to leave on a happy note. Christine no longer sleeping with her boyfriend because she woke up. You can use that story. That 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 uh she woke up with a boa constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> What's between your legs? Are you happy to see me or is that a boa constrictor? <laughs> I'm sorry. That humored me. I It didn't make much sense maybe, but yeah. Are you happy to see me or is that a boa constrictor between your legs? Uh, yeah, it was a boa constrictor between her legs and his. It was like 15 feet. I kid you not. So how many personalities did I exhibit today? I don't know. Play it again and count and let me know. Like us on Spotify. Follow us if you can. I think we're up to quite a few followers now. I'm really excited and I'm very grateful. Hopefully they won't be going in the negative after today. But it's been a pleasure. Thank you for letting me work out what I was feeling and like I said I do it because I honestly feel that I'm not the only one feeling this way thank you for working me through it message me with your comments your remarks hey Christy you're an idiot this is what you mean anything just let me know you're listening Thank you so much for being a part of AWOL Zebra. And I was kind of sad when I started. And now I'm kind of happy. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening to me. And thank you for being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.